Episode 5, He Said, They Said. So this is a week that began rather explosively with two events. First, there was a Michael Jackson documentary that hit the airwaves here in the U.S., and there was an extensive investigation that began by the House of Representatives hitting the White House. In both these stories, I'm wondering, are these a case of he said, they said, or are they fishing expeditions to bring down two public and beloved figures for the people who love them? Keep listening. Welcome to Peace Matters, a show that uncovers peace in our communities, our countries, and deep within our souls. I'm your host, Maya Mathias, founder of Inventive Links, a leadership development company that cultivates enlightened executives, creative citizens, and wise writers for a more peaceful planet. Join me as I share three things in the show. One, stories or trends that impact our capacity for peace in the world. Two, insights and tools to help you cultivate more inner peace. And three, updates on the peace-building work I do plus answers to your questions about creating a more peaceful existence for yourself and others. Be sure to head over to InventiveLinks.com to sign up for our Peace Matters newsletter, where I share bonus resources to build more peace in your world. And now, on with the show. Part 1. As the World Turns Stories or trends that impact our capacity for peace in the world. Like I mentioned in the intro, this week began with the House of Representatives committees launching a series of rather extensive investigations into the Trump administration, the Trump campaign, the Trump organization, and so on. And we all saw this coming because there was a distinct lack of oversight before the Democrats won the House in the midterm elections a few months ago. So we knew that this was coming down the pike. And we knew that they would be at the ready to launch a whole bunch of probes into what they see as some potentially criminal behavior, or at the very least, an abuse of presidential power. I am curious, though, because this is the first time I am experiencing a presidential scandal firsthand. And I'm wondering, is this what it was like to experience, say, Nixon's Watergate and Clinton's Whitewater investigations day in and day out on the news? If so, it's no wonder that Americans just do not want to hear another thing about these investigations because it's relentless. And now in the age of cable news where it's 24-7 coverage, if you want to pay attention, if you want to be a good citizen and at least keep track of what's going on, um, it's exhausting. And you have a life to live outside of that, right? I also wonder how much oversight is too much, because watching the nightly news now feels like we're watching America's Most Wanted. It's investigation after after investigation, indictment after indictment. It's getting 
to be a little too much. Even someone like me who does want to follow these things closely and is interested in the process and how these things play out, I'm starting to feel really wary after a couple of years of this relentless pace. I do continue, though, to give investigators the benefit of the doubt because as much as we might want to rail against all these institutions and in some extreme cases think of them as the deep state, what's the alternative, though? Because if it is right now a case of he said, they said, you know, Trump said and the House committee people said, we do need some sort of institutional process and legal framework as a necessary solution to solve the problem of he said, they said. We need more evidence. We need something concrete that we can hang our hat on at the end of the day and say, and point to and say, okay, this is a strong case for an abuse of power, obstruction of justice, or something even more criminal. So, I just feel that as harrowing as this feels, as unnerving as this feels, we do need to find some space within ourselves to hold out enough belief in the institutions so that justice can be done one way or the other. Part two, OM is where the heart is, insights and tools to help you cultivate more inner peace. So I have to be honest, I am extremely conflicted about this new documentary on Michael Jackson, where two men have come forward accusing him of sexually abusing them when they were um, young children in their preteen and early teen years. I haven't watched the documentary yet, so I can't speak to any of the content. I have seen um, interviews with the two two male accusers, and it it does make me very uncomfortable because I'm a huge music fan. I'm definitely a huge Michael Jackson fan, and part of me wants to preserve my memories of him at his peak. I did, though, watch his 2004 to 2005 trial very closely. That was when allegations of child molestation um, and a few other counts of perpetrating crimes against minors were brought against Michael. And at the end of the trial, he was acquitted of all charges. He was obviously very relieved. There were also previous instances where he had settled certain claims out of court. So this isn't the first time that allegations have been levied against, leveled against him. Um, however, he has passed. So to me, this compared to the earlier story about President Trump and the House of Representatives, This is an even more extreme case of he said, they said, because one of the parties isn't alive 
to speak for themselves. I mean, short of calling in a medium to channel Michael Jackson and have him speak and make his case, how ever could we find the truth in this regard? I mean, the institutions that I spoke of a minute ago, they're not going to be able to develop a balanced case and to bring evidence on both sides of the argument. So what does that leave us with? Us poor folk in the middle who love music, love Michael Jackson for what he did through his music and for the world. This really feels like a reckoning for us. It's similar to the reckoning I feel that our Kelly fans are dealing with too, since he's undergoing his day in court under the glare of potential potential criminal prosecution. So this is one question that's been floating since the Michael Jackson documentary came out, and that is, how do we, or do we, separate an artist from his artistry? Can we continue to enjoy their music? Can we continue to hold them in that hallowed space of being superhuman and pure genius in their way, in the way they could communicate such deep emotions to us through their music and move us at such a, in such a deep way? Do these graphic allegations diminish someone like Michael Jackson in his greatness? And do is their music now tainted when we sit down to listen to it? I'll have more thoughts about this question in the next part of the show. Part 3, News and Views, updates on our peace-building work, plus answers to your questions about creating a more peaceful existence for yourself and others. So to continue from the last segment when I talked about Michael Jackson, I wonder, and even President Trump from before, I wonder, here's my question to you this week. How does it affect you when a public figure you admire experiences a fall from grace? How does it affect you when a public figure that you admire experiences a fall from grace? I'd love for you to weigh in at my live event, hashtag Fridays for Peace, on, yep, this Friday, to chat about the stories in today's show and specifically this question about navigating the complexities of what happens when someone you admire and revere does something that isn't right. So by the time we have our Fridays for Peace live discussion, I'll have developed my thinking around these questions a little more, and I'd love for you to add your voice and thoughts to the mix. Just go to inventivelinks.com events and look for the event titled 
hashtag Fridays for Peace. If you can't join us live, you can definitely still catch the replay at the same link. Just scroll down the page and look for the Fridays for Peace event dated March 8th, 2019. I look forward to seeing you at the event. And you can also post your questions for me, even in the replay. I've got a really cool tool that allows you to do that. So either way, look forward to seeing you and interacting with you there. All right, I'm going to leave today's show there for now. Lots to think about, lots to chew on in terms of how we build a stronger foundation within ourselves when leaders and public figures in our lives disappoint us or betray us in a more extreme fashion. Okay, till the next episode of Peace Matters, take care. You've been listening to Peace Matters with me, Maya Mathias. This podcast is proudly powered by Inventive Links, a leadership development company that cultivates enlightened executives, creative citizens, and wise writers for a more peaceful planet. If you like this podcast, please consider supporting it by going to inventivelinks.com support. Want to take your podcast experience to the next level? Sign up for my next online workshop and start building a stronger path to peace inside and out. Go to inventivelinks.com events for more information. Sign up for a workshop, then show up with your best questions on the stories and insights we feature and with a sincere desire to lead a more peaceful existence. Till next time. Let's make peace matter more each day. Bye for now.